another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we're so excited to be here with you guys. We are talking about the breakdown of the black woman and the building up of her as well. Yes. So we go through a lot as a black woman in these streets. Like, it's not easy, it's but it not. is easy. And it's been time. like that for <laughs> centuries, like back to you know slavery. Like the black woman has had to hold it down. We've been holding Definitely. it down for thousands of years, okay? <laughs> thousands. Back <laughs> oh, in pyramid life. ages when we was <laughs> ruling we feel kingdoms. Like. Yes. Yes. Royalties in our DNA. That yes. Kendrick Lamar song? <laughs> yes. I got royalty inside my DNA. Hey, hey. But anyways, I want to just dive right into it because as a black woman, we have so many freaking stereotypes that ain't actually real or has some underlying things behind it. So let's just go get right into it. Okay. Yes. So number one stereotype. Number yes. one. What's number one? You angry. Angry black you. woman. The infamous angry. Black woman, the mad black woman. But I'm angry right now. Y'all watching on YouTube. Yeah, right I can't tell y'all how many times, um, white white men, black men, older, younger, have like seen me and said, "Hey, you smile." I cannot tell y'all how many times I've gotten that, and I'm just like in you my know? mind, I'm like, "You smile, like why you?" Like, why? Why do I have to smile? You don't know what I've been going through. You don't know what kind of day I had. You don't know my struggle. And, look, and then sometimes I don't even be mad. Like, I just, exactly. you know, like, I just have I'm that determined. Yeah, just like, I'm focused on whatever I'm task thinking. I'm doing. I'm right. thinking. I'm like, just in thought. And I'm just walking around. It's like, hey, you smile. And I do. I naturally just, when you hear somebody say smile, you smile. Right. You know? But I'm just like, wh why? I why? think it's two parts to that. <laughs> One... Or maybe even more parts, but I'm going to just say two. <laughs> the first part I will say, and this reminds me of one of my coworkers when I used to work at Nordstrom, y'all. She hated <laughs> And she was like, all the male uh, supervisors or managers, they always tell the women to smile. But if they're walking with and see one another, like a, a, a fellow male colleague yes. or coworker walking and his face is a straight face, they're not going to tell they him to smile. Anything. And they was like, so she was like, that's so sexist to me. That's, mm -hmm. And she was like going off. And I never really thought of it because I think I, it, I used to just be a naturally cheesy person. Mm -hmm. But... So I think that has something to do with just how women are viewed in society as um, we kind of portrayed as through our beauty. I get just and being honest. We look better when we're smiling. And they and they said the a woman's most beautiful asset is her smile. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I get it. I'm, uh, I don't know. I hate it. But it's 5 p.m. <laughs> I didn't have a long work day. I didn't miss smiling at people. How are you? Okay. All right. If you can say smiling all day, I just want to go through the grocery store and get what I need to get and get out and get home. Like, yes. Right, what that? do I look like to somebody that's <laughs> a stranger? Like, I'm not going through the grocery store telling nobody to smile. Hey, smile, baby. Like, hey, smile, handsome. Like, bread. Like, I don't need you to. Can you ask me something else? Like, oh, what are you shopping for? Like, if you want to yeah. talk to 
mean, y'all need right. you to be a little more in depth. But like you said, <laughs> I do the same thing. I still, I just smile because I don't think they mean any harm by right, it. Right, right. I just want to know what what is it about that? Like, so wow. remember, I said I had two parts. Okay. Oh, oh, I know the oh, next oh, part. My bad. Please So here's the next part. Okay. So even when uh, I did like telemarketing or when you, you worked all the way down to Walmart when or just any customer service or service experience job, they teach you to smile because when you smile, it releases endorphins and it's actually an energy transference. Like if I just look at you and smile, you go, oh, that, 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 smile back. it's contagious. So it's like just spreading, I guess, that happy, warmer feel wherever <laughs> you go and all your interactions. Once it just again, creates I'm a- off the clock. Okay. <laughs> she like to be smiling. I know that sounds cool, cool, cute up, and all, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it only takes four muscles. You be trying to have beautiful faces in 49. No man, okay. wrinkly faces. <laughs> Can I just have a normal face where I get no wrinkles? Not the happy wrinkles? Or My the, resting face. Just, I just want to chop. <laughs> but real, there's real. way more things for us to be angry about as black women. I don't think people understand the burdens that we carry or choose to carry or that are just, they're just... Pressed here, upon us. they're, they're like, pressed yeah. upon us. Like we have to work ten times harder than the next, mm-hmm. like man, woman, just to be considered equal. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah, real. we are a little angry. We are a little salty. We even have the preconceived notion. Like I promise you guys, people have the preconceived notion, even when you walk in as a black woman, mm-hmm. that you aren't as intelligent. When studies show mm-hmm. that we are the most educated in America, so it's just like people are already pressed upon thinking that we don't know things, mm-hmm. and then they give us uh, lower pay. Um, pay, yeah. Like I was telling you guys on my last job, they doing were paying the doing the same work, oh, yeah, better. better. And I was getting paid fifteen thousand dollars below my oh, white male man. counterpart that started after me. And oh. he was walking around the freaking office with, with his no shoes off. That's not professional, it's not, it's not. Oh, but God. it's two parts to that, too. Yeah, as a black woman and as a woman. Um, you have to be able, we put this burden on ourselves too. We have to know our worth and we have to know our value. So we need to know, okay, we got these skills. This is what I can bring to the company. And this is what I'm asking for. And always ask 10,000 to 15,000 more than you actually want. Uh, white men know this because they already have the values of society saying, you are amazing. You are, you know, you got this, like, Everything's handed to them. So they're like, I'm going to take what I want. As black women, we're pressed upon all the time. Like, oh, let me just get the scraps. No, you are valuable. You just, you are royalty in your DNA. Yes. You have the skill steps and you can back it up. You ask for more. So yes. we're right off the gate. So I think it has something to do. I love that, that you mentioned that and brought that up because a lot of people, and myself included, was not even aware that I should do that. Mm-hmm. And I remember you telling me that last year because you, a real friend, but um, girl, so, I've been underpaid for so long, like yes, for yes. real. <laughs> and you make it some no's, like it's happened to me. Yes, like, real. There's some people out there who are willing to pay that price. Absolutely, so, right? That, no, your yes. work. No, that's so 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 true, and I couldn't agree more. I would just say that um, just that knowledge, that awareness. Um, our white male counterparts, they're taught this from a young age. Like you are worth whatever the the highest and and the most. I guess. The largest value that there is to offer, you are worth that. They're taught that since they're zero years old. And and so 
you grow up and they're also taught the intelligence or the strategies, so to speak, of how to negotiate at a very young age or as soon as you get the job, you're getting this um, information head on from someone in your household. So if we've never been taught that by someone in our household that 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 never knew those types of things even existed as far as negotiating your salary, then how are we even to know that we were getting underpaid or how do we even know that we can get our fair pay? so to yeah, speak so definitely that knowledge is power and, and so i think that's I very that. important that you shared that and it goes even it goes so further deep into it what slavery was what 300 400 years ago 400 mm-hmm. Four, well, 300 400 three, four, okay i don't know i'm sorry guys but um we built this country yes. you know off our backs like that's mm-hmm. why america is so great you know yes. they're built off of slavery genocide off like indians backs off of uh hispanics backs off of our backs and then so that's frustrating with them itself and people think that um oh slavery was 300 years ago um but that's not the point like i think you know this but like there we passed down in our dna Mm -hmm. the suffering um the different mental challenges that we go through is passed on from generation to generation if you don't think that us being enslaved tied to um um, we can't help but see those images and not feel some kind of way and not be impacted by yes. it and not know mm-hmm. that our ancestors endured that for us. And But it's literally in our DNA. Yes. The suffering so, yes. is there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it could even be a, like a, I can't really explain it, but it's, it's just like, it's scientifically it's proven, and proven. And I know exactly what you're trying to say. So it's scientifically proven that um, a generation, if you're born in a generation of poverty, that most times is going to be, um, like it's a high percent that you will too end up in the same predicament, not just because of what you're seeing, but science is also linked it to it's actually encoded into your genetic information, which is ultimately your DNA. So if someone has passed down, let's say stressful situations, um, say um, having survival instincts, you know, that mm-hmm. having fear, stress, though that you're acting off of that adrenaline, that fight or flight syndrome. So you're either in fear or you either have to fight for your for your life. You have to go on these corners, slaying and doing this. You feel like you have to steal out of stores just to survive. You feel like you have to do these these things that that's either fear based or um, anger based. And so these actually secrete hormones in our bodies our bodies are um our bodies create chemicals so to speak that's all a hormone is it's an actual chemical that our body releases when we're feeling a certain emotion and so if we're feeling angry all the time your body is is, is sending a hormone called cortisol the cord of the stress yes. hormone that hormone is linked to cancer that hormone is also linked to heart disease yes so these hormones, these genetic, well, when we say that these are hereditary diseases, it kind of goes, this also ties to that as well. When we, when, and then so you think this, this human being that's been functioning under this, operating under this system, this hustle mentality for 50 years, 80 years, this is embedded in their DNA. So like you, we were just singing a song jokingly earlier, I got royalty. Well, they got pain inside their DNA. They have fear inside their DNA. They have the survival of just having to endure this lifestyle, this poverty lifestyle that you don't really understand unless you <coughs> live that firsthand. And yeah. so whenever you mate two people from that same area, they mate bringing an offspring, that offspring is initially born 
with high stress. If you take a baby from the suburbs and take a baby from uh, the inner city or a lower poverty area, then it's going to, and you test their cortisol levels. The baby that was born in poverty into poverty is going to have higher cortisol, stress, and anger levels just as an infant, guys, and mm-hmm. versus um, the the um, the baby that was born amongst two very, um, I won't say anybody's better than one, but a parent that has control over that situation and wasn't um, worked brought into a high stressful situation. So yeah. I definitely think that we have to keep that in mind. Not saying, guys, if you were born in these situations, these things can't be reversed, but you have to make a conscious effort. You have to take initiative. You have to take ownership. Like, look at it, say, okay, this was the cards I was dealt, but I have the opportunity to change my habits. All these, um, all, all your hormones are linked to the way you feel and how you feel is based on your actions. So doing things like we have to reprogram, re-engineer ourselves completely. And the way you do that is you have to force yourself to do something the right way for so long until the right way becomes normal to you. I totally agree. Because... You could reconstruct your DNA. People don't know that as mm-hmm. well. Like with, uh, we can break this cycle. Break it, but yes. you know, there's royalty in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Like we could create, so we don't pass it down to our children. Yes. Like I see, like y'all watch Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith. Like their kids, they they don't have any limits because, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't seem like they have any limits because they know, like, my, my mom and dad, they did the impossible. They're great. Like, we have tons of money. Like, yeah. I can do whatever I want. Right. And so that DNA, well, that was like, that, that cycle was broken because, yes. you know, Will and Jada came from, you know, poverty. So at least Jada did. I know for sure. But um, so it's just like we have to take it upon ourselves to break it. But that's the thing. That's it's so hard on us, especially as black women. Mm-hmm. We have to break it. White people don't like a lot of times they don't like some do right. Yeah, but it's different There's types of oppression. But why is it bad when we? I just want to get back to the you know the issue of the hand you know the angry black woman and the anger. Okay, so besides all of that, why is it such a bad thing when we get so angry versus when it's someone else? You know, and then why is it that sometimes our passion is misconstrued as anger. Mm, it is. I don't, you know, since I'm a black woman, but other people perceive it that way. Yes. I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> like this is America. You know, like, yes, certain issues are, are going to get me riled up. You know, mm-hmm. seeing a black man get killed, yes, that is going to make me Right, that could be angry. my brother, my daddy, my yes. uncle, anybody I know. So it's two degrees away, and it's just because they don't understand. They're not trying to exactly. put their, self, their selves in our shoes. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying you know? is that other people yes this is a stereotype and yes we may be this way but you have to understand i just want other people to understand why yeah we are the way why and not just hey you smile just you know tell me (laughs) to just you know right change how i'm feeling but understand why or act just ask i like so i see someone crying i'm like hey are you okay what's wrong yeah Yeah. why aren't you smiling yes why Mm. are you mad that's good. Ooh. I love that. Y'all ask us. That would be even a better if you try to shoot your shot. Like if we looking down to know that you care yes. about your fellow black Who woman. Who made you feel this way? Yes. yes. Get into my feelings, yes. sir. Please. <laughs> you can't. Oh, you want to talk thing? Coffee? Like, no, you just telling me to smile. But they, they, but guys do think solution based. So 
it may have something to do with that. So they're thinking like, okay, if you just smile, then everything will be better. <laughs> like, cause typically though, seriously, yeah. if you, you know, trying to have a positive mindset when everything is falling, okay, I'm really trying to justify and play devil's no, advocate. I, I, no, if y'all see these looks, if y'all listening on, um, <laughs> SoundCloud or well, you need the male Apple perspective. Let us podcast. Know. You can to tweet us about your thoughts about the angry black woman. I mean, you could just call me beautiful. To be honest, like that would turn me. That would make you smile. That would make you smile. Be like, make me smile. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Do I gotta do all the work? I, I just want like tell me, girl, you are wearing that beautiful dress tonight. But you don't gotta be creepy about it. That's the thing. Don't be creepy about it. Don't be creepy. Just give me a compliment. Make me smile. And then- that can be. I like that. Like, yeah. give me a reason to smile. Don't yeah. just tell me. To well, maybe smile. we should just hit them back with that. Like, smile. Well, give me a reason to smile. They might take that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they might take that as the angry black woman. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. 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 Our passion and stuff like that is misconstrued because I really be or even our awkwardness. Sometimes we can be awkward and just nervous, or you know, whatever. Yeah, that's why I don't be making eye contact. I am uh, like scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't happen. So I like I know sometimes when I feel like I'm nervous or shy, I try to overcompensate for it. Sometimes mm. I may come out, you know, that's real. Like I want to say it was Mariah Carey. She was talking about she had some insecurity issues, and you mm-hmm. look at her and the singer she is, and you're like. Really, Mariah? Like, you are just this big superstar, but right. it is, everyone is come no, out perfect. in that way. Like, she may really be insecure. Absolutely. It's yeah, just absolutely. coming out as this, you know, big flamboyant superstar. Right. She learned a way to yeah, come out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of reasons why we should be should be anger. What Solange says, we have the right to be mad because there is just really so much. Y'all, I don't think people understand the the system. Like, y'all, the, the prison system... The work system, and we are the thirteen percent in in the um, in the country. To be mm-hmm. honest, in the the reason, and we're like the majority in prison. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, and it's just like the system ain't no joke. It's really not. It's just it's not a joke. And so we do have the right to be mad, but there we don't have to be mad. And I'm gonna get to say, that. Yeah, I was like, even still though, y'all, still yeah. gotta play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. In spite of the trials and tribulations. But I'm going to talk about that with the We're going to talk about that with the tips later. Okay, yeah. another stereotype in this Eric's Because <laughs> maybe I'm not even independent I depend on my mom yeah. um, but, <laughs> A lot But too, you're too independent Oh, you be acting like you don't need a man blah, 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 blah. Like, you have a good paying job Like, sir, I'm intimidated by your success Like, what? Like, okay. <laughs> I get you, I get that I just feel like it's so crazy Like, oh, she's just too independent and I think there is a two-way street That's why I think there is a Mel needs to be here because I do think that some women are like, I don't need a man and mm-hmm. uh, I can do this on my own and you ain't shit. And da, 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but when, um, I don't think there's a thing about being like too independent. I don't think someone should be intimidated if someone's successful mm-hmm. and grinding, who has ambition and, and who, is in, who is determined. I, I feel like any man that feels that way is just not the man for you. I think a strong man that's secure in himself and secure in his purpose and his direction, I think he will be, I, I think most men nowadays are leaning toward that more uh, independent woman and not saying independent 
in all aspects, but a woman that don't need him 100%. That's the 100% dependent woman. Yeah. I think more men in this day and age is looking for someone that they can, the power couple, we're both in yes. our purpose, we're both, well, maybe that's just what I'm seeing in my mind, in my own little world, so I'm thinking everybody like that, but I, I think, think that, I think it's both, some people want the stay-at-home mom, you know, mm-hmm. wife, and like, you just need, right. you know, some people may want the power couple, it's, it's both. I think, yeah, I think it's just all about preference, there's somebody out there for everyone, and if if you feel like my success intimidates you, then I'm just not the woman for you, my Mr. Right is out there. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, it's, it's a reason for everything. It's been because of how it was in the past, where mm-hmm. women were dependent on a man. Mm-hmm. When and when things went different, you know, the man was cheating or the man was doing this. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anything. Exactly. We were stuck. We had to stay there. We yes. don't know yeah, We just had to sit and endure that because you are the breadwinner. Yeah. So guess we you are too proud to say. I can do this. I don't have to, you know, depend on you. If I want to go out and buy a purse, I can go buy my purse. Yes. I don't have to ask you for the money. I don't have to sit around (laughs) while you're cheating. Exactly. I don't have to (laughs) stay in a situation that's not benefiting right? because I need you financially. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. But I just I just really feel like... But you don't have to throw it in people's face. I will say that. We don't have to... You know, it has to be some kind of balance. Yeah. And I just feel like I understand that there's a man for everyone, but I don't think people should go ham on women that are independent. Like, okay, cool. You don't want a woman who has a good job and who's doing a lot, but don't downgrade her. Don't make her feel like... Just because you don't want that type of woman, why are you speaking like this type of woman is bad with your friends? Or like saying, oh, oh, she's one of them independent girls. Like, no. Like, okay, you go get you the woman for you, but don't be trying to push me to the side because... This is how you feel. But I know we can't be over other people's feelings or whatever. But I just want you to know, especially if you're a black man, uh, rather the girls independent or dependent, uplift your black woman because, you know, we need that. That's the real thing, yes. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know, for me, I just take pride in the fact that I know how to put air in a tire. You know, if something happened on the side of the road that my dad Mm -hmm. has instilled me with certain things where I don't have to... You know, we call like yes. I, I I take I like calling. Like I love the fact that I know that I can call on someone mm-hmm. and that they're gonna show up and be there. But if I if that person is unavailable or not doesn't <laughs> exist, then we need to know these skills are for ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. that's a great point. Very true. And sometimes black women, especially, have been forced to be independent. You know, just because of the circumstances, you know, they've been forced to raise kids on their own. Is maybe there's a cycle, and I don't think they should be shitting on. <laughs> I think it's an amazing thing, like you said. I wish, actually, I don't really wish that I knew how to put an air in, uh, air in my tire. I'd rather call somebody for that, but it would be nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But that's cool. Like I think that's so cool. Okay, are we good on the independent part? Mm-hmm. That's another stereotype. You know, all black women are independent, and that's okay too. It's okay. It's okay. It's, okay. it's literally okay. Right. But it's I just think okay in certain cultures. Like, I just gotta play devil's advocate. Right. <laughs> As you always, always it's just because I, I always see, like to see yeah. two sides. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a dependent woman mm-hmm. if that's who you are. And yeah. I think no matter what, there's always gonna be talkers. There's gonna be 
people that got something to say about the person that's too dependent, people got something to say about whether you're 100% independent. So it's like, it's going to always be someone out there that's going to argue and try to bring you down. If they say if you don't have haters, you ain't doing something right. So I just say live your best life no matter what those around you or those that surround you say, even if sometimes it's as hurtful as someone that's very close to you or someone that's your same ethnicity as you, still tearing yet tearing you down, I still think you have to just rise above that because we can't change people's minds, sadly. I mean, we can shine light, show them what, how, why we feel, why we value the way we uh, value, why, the reason for valuing the way um, independence or dependence, if that's your choice as a woman, and then just keep it moving. Yeah, just briefly, you just made me think about something. Going back to Tiffany's point mm-hmm. of why people are the way they are, I mean, just think about it. It, it may be some women who have been let down, mm-hmm. you know, many and many times before by the men in her life, where there's, mm-hmm. you know, the father, you know, uncle, cousin, brothers, you know, whatever. So whatever. now, as a woman, she grows up and she's this. I don't need a man. I don't need, mm-hmm. you know, I can, because she's, a, so it's like, we have to look at why right. these women, why these stereotypes are what they are. And on that same token, mm-hmm. our men could be taught from these hurt men that were stepped on by an independent woman. And now he's, because oh, yeah. I, I know there's some men that coach younger guys and say, you need to get you a wife that can only, that only, um, that's submissive, that's submissive is, yeah, to you or that um, makes less than you to where that you're the breadwinner. Of course, I still want my man to make more than me. I mean, that's just me. But I just feel like it's, just me. it's <laughs> <laughs> that's me too. Okay. But, um, it's it's not a bad thing if <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> y'all can hear these under comments out here, y'all. We gonna have to turn the mics up right. on those. <laughs> but I think it's 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 your preference. Live your best life. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I'm living my best life. Y'all okay. listen to the episode. Um, <laughs> yes, y'all do need to check out our but best yes. life episode. I think it's just I was talking to my my boss earlier this mm-hmm. week actually yesterday and I was just and we're like in an environment where it's just prostitution mm. there's drugs um it's poverty it's just mm. surrounded it's creeped in like it's crazy and we are so quick to judge other people like mm. oh why is she prostituting why is she into a good mom why is she in this circumstance blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but I was like we it's not possible for us to judge these people because we are not we don't know what we would do if we were in the same situation as them if we were in the same upbringing of them as them we have the same mother as them so it's just like cast right. not the first stone if you ain't did nothing I don't know how the scripture goes but you can't be throwing stones yeah. if you ain't sinned too so it's like you <laughs> never know that mm-hmm. we don't you, uh, and we talk about white privilege a lot, but everybody has a privilege. You know, mm-hmm. I was, has been have been very privileged, mm-hmm. and so you have to check your own privilege and stop judging people and just really? try to help. <laughs> to be compassionate at least, at the least. Yeah. You know, don't put that energy into it. But, anyways, mm-hmm. that's what I was just thinking about. You don't know why people are independent mm-hmm. or dependent or the way mm-hmm. they are, but you can't really judge them because you don't know what you, you would don't do. Know these stories. Yeah, we don't know. If we had the same conditioning, yes. how would our views be misconstrued or mm-hmm. swayed? Yes. Yeah. Um, ratchet. Yeah. She ratchet. Yeah. You so ghetto. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you so ghetto. Like what? Oh, 
Why is she so loud? Why? Yo, I am loud. <laughs> Kobe, yeah, come back and out. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, why is she so loud? Why is she so loud? First of all, first of all, <clears throat> um, let's say Gotta this. Get the first of all, oh, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, yes, we are. <laughs> but it's a balance. But don't act like oh don't act like white people, Asian people, Indian people. Every freaking body try to act like us. Twerking, snapping, next. I can't do it. <laughs> what are y'all trying to do? The okay? Yeah. The girl okay? It's new. I don't know. I'm going to practice yes. on okay? Yes. Girl, y'all know we'll hit a yes in a minute. Oh, I will be shouting out in the freaking comment. Like, I need, but the thing is, guys, why is that? I, okay, the you know what I mean? You have to be ratchet all the time. But what is this something that's like, like, I feel like, I don't know, my spirit's just empowering. Black women are the same. Like they're mm -mm. really conservative black women. They're shy. Exactly. They're timid, or they just don't, ain't as loud. Like, yeah. And you can't look at one as one, one being better than the other. Look down on one because of no. how they act. Right. <laughs> like. <it's, yeah. laughs> okay, y'all remember Insecure, and it was a Molly yes. and the girl, other girl working at the law firm. Yes. The black girl yes. in the law firm. Okay, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so the ones down. with the long nails, you know, like the extra 
the, you know, the, the loving hip hoppers. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, no offense to those that be on the But I still think it's that healthy balance. I'm, yeah. Even still, I got to yeah. get my healthy dose of my wretchedness in. And then I, gotta I mean, we all love Cardi B. Like, we do. And she ratchet. She ratchet. <laughs> and we're here for it. Like, we have to sometimes twerk on spot if our song comes on. On spot. Like, on spot. Okay, I, but okay, think about this. When you think of hood rat, what did you put? You put ratchet. You put ratchet. When you visualize that kind of person, what do you see? You see myself. You close your eyes. You see, oh, you see yourself. I see myself twerking. I see okay. myself going crazy okay. when That's you okay. wear a black woman. Okay. Oh, okay. you're a white woman. And what do you what do you see? I what do you see? see? What do you that. see? I'm so, so, so bad. Um, what do you think they see as they they probably already judging? They like oh, I think so. Is it the is it the appearance? Yeah, that's what or I'm is it the at. action? I mean the I think is it the appearance or is it the the personality? The yes, traits? The, the personality. Or traits. is it a combination of both? What are we saying? What is a, is what it is a, a lifestyle? Ratchet? Yes. I think there's levels to ratchet. It's definitely <laughs> levels to ratchet. Because I think the ratchet I didn't know is that you're thinking about you what the stereotype yes, of the hood rat ratchet yeah. is told is two different things. I am like, a little think about gutter. Yeah. A gutter chick. Yes. <laughs> or like walking in Walmart or Target with a bonnet on. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You can yes, walk in Walmart with a bonnet yes. on, but not Target. <laughs> you can't do that, girl. Don't walk nowhere with a bonnet on, with your bed, with your slippers. You know, yeah, that's crazy. Yes. You um, walk into the restaurant with your slippers on and your headscarf. I've been there, but I evolved. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I love it. So we we have evolution of ratchet. Yes, like there's. <laughs> ratchet categories really <laughs> one through four so i'm just trying to understand what what stereotype are we really talking about what are we trying to really address with this one yeah because there's what we didn't know was prior to this there's levels to ratchetness there definitely is levels i was at work y'all granted this I'm not gonna just do it, okay. Basically, as mm, I don't know if I say this since it's about work, but okay. Basically, somebody was walk. Oh, so one of so just someone was in there twerking mm -hmm. in just in the front of the office, and so uh, someone who worked there or is oh no, a, a client, person from the community, a okay. person from the community, okay. And so I I think that's unjustified ratchetness, yeah. To be honest, okay, agree. Um. So that would be a so one. Someone's workplace, and you were twerking. Just okay, that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just yeah. So I do think like. So you know. So that was her actions at that moment were. Is that even ratchet or is that just really just crazy? Mm -hmm. I guess we just need to know the definition of ratchet. All I want to say at the end of the day is don't label me <laughs> before <laughs> I show you <laughs> who I am. Exactly. Let me deserve my label. Right. And if, <laughs> let me earn it. Yeah, let me earn it. And if I am over there gassing my girls up, just know that this is for the culture, okay? <laughs> yeah, we got you. I think we, we all put exceptions, though, because if we think about it, we know our girls are twerking for Yeah, yes. she twerk anywhere. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think you guys are twerking church. Right, right. Because to me, that's like, that's hope. That's but I'm just saying, we, <laughs> that's be, 
like some interesting place. I don't know. And I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> like you just in the middle of the street and you just we have stopped the car and just had a full out dance break in the middle of the street. I mean, that's acceptable. But if some white people was driving, you just saying, you know, like, look at those ratchet people. They don't know you. They don't know who you are Monday through Friday. Just because I'm doing this at this moment doesn't make me ratchet. Even if I'm wearing something with short shorts and like a badu, what's the thing called? Bandu. I don't want you to, like, Okay, maybe I'm just thinking too much of others. You know what? Forget y'all. <laughs> because, look, I could be wearing the shortest of shorts and be the most exposed person, but I'm the one who ain't having no sex. <laughs> like, I'm the one like, who's really? barely, like, so, like, I guess people just can't. You know what? I just, judge just don't judge. Because <laughs> we never know what lies I just don't know. I don't, I don't know where I was going with this. Because it seems like, oh, put stereotypes. But they kind of are, truly. <laughs> and I don't want it to be mad, but there's reasoning behind this. Okay? What's the reason behind somebody being ghetto? What good are you think come out of that? <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. Okay, wait. I think okay. it, like, I mean, you just even think about, so when when, my, when other people think about us, they don't think of us as good right, right? Even if they don't. In, in our ratchetest moments. We, they still see us as the girls from Pearland, we, yeah. uh, you know, suburban, whatever. Yes. So when you think about, even think back to high school, when we went to other schools, like the Decaney's, <laughs> the, um, oh, they was ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> like the school they had the tough black girls and what we thought of them. Okay, so why this, is it that we felt some kind of way? Why about we that? felt that yes. disconnect that y'all are this or that? Yes. yes, and we are. I don't know. What do we think we were? I don't know what we thought we were. But what was it? I actually am very lost on this subject now because <laughs> I realize I have contextualized things. There is an angry black woman for, who's justified. What I think is justified. Okay. And there's an angry black woman that's maybe justified, but you really angry. Like, you really angry at everybody. <laughs> yeah. the world. Like, yeah. there's people, women who came Ooh. up to me just disgusting to me just Ooh, mean okay. yeah and then there's independent woman but there is the independent woman that says you you nigga you is not shit like mm-hmm. fuck yeah. you all up in their face like yes. so yes. that's true and then um there's the ratchet but there's the highly like the unacceptable yes i got so you. i don't really know what to do with this <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like i'm judgy because i'm on the other side of all of the yeah, because I feel like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the stereotype, but I'm at the like a five stereotype. or four. You know what I'm saying? I what I think you. I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And but there's others that are like at a like, seven ten. Yeah, they're the ten. They get them. Yeah. And am I right to judge them? Mm-hmm. Right, but I kind of feel like I do sometimes. <laughs> we do, though. We do. We definitely. <laughs> I think it was she too much right now. Like, mm-hmm. why? Yes, yeah, so I'm just like, yes, you're so embarrassing. Why? Like, why do we feel, you know? Because is it like, I, why, well, my thing is, why does that one way of living have to represent us as a whole? That's exactly. my whole thing is that just because 
that's what you've seen before, mm-hmm. that's not everybody. That's my thing. Then it goes to that whole when you leave out this house, you're a representation that's of such and such. So if you go out your house and you over here behaving and just looking wild, and they go like, I didn't think any Tracy would raise her daughter to do nothing like that. Like, see, Tracy was I wouldn't expect Connie's daughter to be involved in that like that. Like, you wouldn't. Oh, I'd be so hurt. It's just like, so I guess. Or even Mm -hmm. if you're your job. So when we're doing things, we're not only a reflection of just ourselves, Mm -hmm. our family members, but we're also affecting other black culture, Our culture. And it's same with the president. Um, the pre- the presidency of Obama. Mm-hmm. It's like he was. So we like he to take to the credit for the, for the yes black when man. it's a good standard or stereotype. Yes. But then we gotta still take that ownership. Take that. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Donald Trump out here making all white people look racist. Girl, <laughs> I don't even think know. Y'all representing y'all terribly right now. Y'all need a better okay. representation. <laughs> exactly. So see, it's, it's representing your people. You're doing this for your people. That's like I hate to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even hate to, but like just on um. We'll talk about Black Panther. She was just like, um, what's her name? The warrior, the main uh, warrior. Uh, ooh, I forgot. It was oh, uh, okay, her, the ball one yes. girl that was slaying life. She was mm-hmm. like, I will do this for Wakanda. Like, mm-hmm. for Wakanda, I will. For my people, I will. For my culture, I will. So we have to stand mm-hmm. for our culture. We're representing something deeper than just me as a person. I'm coming out here acting any kind of way. You're representing. And it's sad to say because not all white people think like Donald Trump, but he's representing a culture and is creating this this salty taste for majority or for masses of people based on your actions as one individual. And that sucks, though. (laughs) Because it's like in a relationship, I can't treat the next person that I'm with bad because or, you know... Because of the men, the men in my past life. Real, Does that make real, sense? real. So it's like I can't take this black woman in front of me mm. because of other experiences that I've had, or this white man, and you know my white exactly. partner, you know, at work. I can't treat him because I've experienced some other racist white men. So it's a thin line, I guess. But the thing is, this too, because straight up, we were, uh, we were raised for a majority of our life in Pearland. Mm-hmm. Even though y'all came from different places, mm-hmm. and so we have a different representation, we were given different things. Um, them on the other side were given other things, mm-hmm. and then also just the whole systematic oppression of black people about going back to slavery, going back to um, the prison system, going back to the government, Everything. putting drugs in the community. So, in the media, displaying us in different types of ways. Yeah. It all yeah. makes up these two different people. Two different yeah. people. And so I think it's up to us, us exactly. to, to discern and to figure out what it is that's in front of us. Or to, well, to help. To help. Um, because to educate. Okay. Okay. To, because I think black people, we understand the different faces and the different hats and the different calibers of oh, people. Okay. But other cultures may only see the one okay. that's being publicized more to the media, aka I the ratchets, the dangerous ones, mm-hmm. the Aren't the ones that will put you, will, will will make you to be considered at harm's way. So yeah, we have to like we understand that that's not who yeah. we are as a culture. Like we don't feel in fear 
when we see a random black person because we know like this could just be a cool millennial a creative person that i can go network with but on the other side someone that never been in this country and is here for the first week they've only seen what america portrays in the media the drugs the violence the gangs like oh let me hold tight right and you just see a random black person and you thinking automatically that okay i have to perceptual i mean conceptualize this person as Mm -hmm. if it's a woman i may have i've seen on all the movies how women are so angry and they're independent like yes so i don't want to go off on me or she may be too loud like so they're seeing that and they're automatically perceiving us to be as such so Mm-hmm. It's just a whole lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just it's I mean, been it's start over. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just start over. <laughs> like but it's things like we could learn from them and we could learn we could teach each other that understanding on okay, why? Why right. why? <laughs> and um I don't know, we just have to see how we could take those steps because at the end of the day, we just don't know why people are the way they are. Right. And that's real. Um but and we as black women could come up with that, you know, conception because we are black women. We know that we are all different and multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Other people may look at us as we're just that one thing. What I, you know, I agree with that. And then what I see it as, everyone has to come into their own at their own time. divine time, their own timing. And so what I see now, when I see, I used to be very judgmental because I've seen both sides and I was just thinking like, why are you doing that? Just change the way you act. But not thinking like the only reason why I'm like this is because I didn't stay in this environment. Mm-hmm. I moved to a different environment. Yeah. And so now I understand why, because I was at one point, like you were saying, I was that girl, but I've evolved. I've I know, evolved. y'all don't know this, but Jasmine once told me, you don't even know this. In middle school. In middle school, y'all can't judge me. Talking about I was like 11 in middle she school. She told me, I will not forget this. You told me that I talk white. What? <laughs> 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 Why do you remember that? Because it hurt. That's what? why guys it hurt. Tiffany, did I even know you in middle school? Like Girl, yes. I mean, we played that one. Oh my god. You mean in Jameson? No, yeah, Jameson. <laughs> you know what? And, and in my defense, I had just I was fresh out the hood in Jameson. I was I had just, you know, fresh out the boat. Like I had just came. That was my first year in oh Pearland when I came to Jameson. So I probably yes. could have, But you know my first friend? I was straight out the hood, straight out of Sunnyside, South Park, Texas, <laughs> and they had moved me to Pearland, and I was like culturally shocked. Culturally shocked. I was like, whoa, I'm in class with white people? <laughs> this is kind of tight, and my first friend was white. Her name was April. Oh, I know April. Yeah, she moved though. Oh, oh, yes, I don't know what April. I just assumed that it was the same. Now she moved like that same. She moved. She didn't even make it to East with us. Oh, dang! But dang, I'm sorry for telling you you talk (laughs) white. But you know, I probably said that because I wanted to talk white at that time. Like, (laughs) no, it's not talking white though. It's just talking. Yeah, talk educated. Thank you. Because yeah, don't act like. They ain't strip us from reading, and they was y'all don't understand. Like, yeah, people are talk differently like, because they, they want us to talk in broken, broken. Uh, we can read. Yes, so allowed to, to talk like, yeah. uh, like, and now y'all trying to talk like us. That brings me to my next point. Okay, okay. This one thing I want to say. Okay, another thing about black women broken down is because. 
I'm sorry, the men in our culture sometimes, not all the time, y'all know not all the time, mm-hmm. but in hip-hop, especially back in the day, they act as if we are owned by them. We are just mm-hmm. Very a car, objectified. objectified. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you want my baby? And you know what I mean? <laughs> Dancing to it like, eh, 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 eh. Right. I'll be pointing at Kobe, we like, eh. <laughs> you know, some very derogatory. It's so yeah. derogatory. It's like we really over here mad down agreeing to this. Like because yes. the beat, they slap a tight beat on it, and then you just work to that thing. No matter what they call you in the song, no matter what. Right. But it's like the cycle. But it's so addictive. It feels so good when you pregame about to go out with your girls. And somebody calling you all kind of name, but a job so gone. Right. <laughs> but it's like. But it's like the music damn. videos. And it's just like we're just there to be an object, and that's not right. It's not at all. And that's not how they're like. And just think about for the whole world to see, mm-hmm. our own black men are objectifying us, mm-hmm. and so why not objectify you as well? Like your whole, your own your people, own culture, your own culture. And to even to piggyback off of that, it's like. We do this to our own cultures, and other cultures do this to us as well. Even mm-hmm. in the other cultures of people that want to be black or have a lot more soul in their music, they're not even going to get white women to do these roles and twerk. They're going to come and get our cultures. I mean, and just culture. Yeah. Look at even Taylor Swift. Like, they're going to come come to our land and get us and still objectify us. And I feel like we're being... It's, the, it's a word I wanted to use, and I, I just lost it, but it's not a, a good feeling. It's, it's not. And mm-hmm. I be feeling bad because I, I, too, be shaking my ass to these songs. And sometimes I even call my friends bees. Like, sometimes it just seems like the right word to say. But it's just like, I really shouldn't be I'm going to work on that. Like, because it's just embedded in our head on, on accident. I'm going to steal what Trevor Noah said in Boy and Crime. He said, you know, when black people call each other nigga, we turned it into a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. So is that what we do? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yes. We turned it something that's filled with so much pain. <laughs> and you turn that pain into something We've always that we that. can, right. Hip-hop, jazz, blues, yeah, everything. We always do that. But the thing is, it's, not, make it right, it's in our DNA to change that stuff, right? It is. But it's also in... I don't, y'all, I'm not racist, but it's also in white people's DNA to colonize our culture. Okay, you wanna, they took over, rock, took over rock, blues, jazz. If you go to Spotify right now, it's a whole bunch of white people. And hip hop is being infiltrated too. I'm not mad, y'all, I promise God. Like, I just want y'all to see it for what it really is. Like, this is happening and I'm not mad at people like our culture, but just let respect be where respect is. Like, Chuck Berry was Elvis before Elvis. Like, and it's just like, it just goes to culture appropriation. Big booties was not in. That's the word I was trying to Big boys were not in, but suddenly Kim Kardashian got big booty. Girl, Kim Kardashian was coined the person who brought big booties, like who made big booties popular. Right? What? We was popped out in pamphlets with big booties. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like we had to wait till we had fifty eleven thousand dollars to get a big booty. And it's just it's in braids, like locks. It's just like all these things that y'all say is get her a ratchet. Um, but when somebody else do it, it's like, 
Oh, these top knots. That's bad. That's Oh, they're wearing socks with the flip flops. This is now um, <laughs> Louis Vuitton. I don't know. Man, that's just because my mom was busy like, busy this morning. I walked outside looking in and out of rain. Black girls are doing that at AU all their life. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like their toes out. Right. <laughs> right. Why, right. why did basketball right. slides become a new fashion hit? I was like, <laughs> no, I literally saw that on the runway. The basketball slides with the socks. Now Gucci making them, Fendi <laughs> making them, Riri making them. We got it all. I'm like, these are just basketball slides. That's all this is, y'all. We walked around with some Adidas slides on, some Nike slides with another emblem on the top. Like, come on. Yes. <laughs> I'm done, but this is fashion. This I'm is like, this is fashion. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm making up a person. Tommy Lauren. Oh, that's a crazy girl. She, <laughs> yes, they're such geniuses. This is fashion. It's like, y'all are still in, again, colonizing again. But in Wait. white people's defense. Yes, please stand up. I love okay. them, too, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I just think it's in their <laughs> DNA. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think even it's not a bad thing. I just think we have to only person we can change in this equation is ourselves. So right. I ain't gonna point no fingers. In nature, colonization is is it's natural for organisms or species to colonize something. Colonization has been going on since the beginning of time with starting with plants. Plants has to have to colonize an environment in order to exist animals have to colonize an environment or they um they wouldn't be alive they would be extinct in in any different area of your life colonization is real the reason why i'm making this face is because we're humans and we actually do know right from wrong mm -hmm. so fuck all that i think it's our <laughs> human nature though it's, it's human our, nature. our animalistic nature it's human nature but we are humans, so we also have intuition to know maybe it's wrong to kill these people and Definitely take over their land. Maybe it's wrong to move out these people out of their apartments, mm -hmm. raise the rent high so we have some nice bodega-looking stuff. They know it's wrong and they have no place to go. I don't care. I don't care if it's human nature. You need to have some damn heart. Heart nature. Heart nature. But, I, I definitely agree, but I think but this is what I'll say okay, about okay. white people. Because I love them. My partner's white. Not like my dating partner, my work partner. Uh, <laughs> he's white. and But I also think about we needed white people. In the civil rights, there were white people who died for us. Mm -hmm. um, abolitionists. They housed slaves. They risked their life and was killed for helping us out. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. there are people who could change their DNA or people who just don't have that in them. And they have they will put their life on the line mm -hmm. for us. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do. Because we can't even make the strides that we have made without them. What I was token. Yeah. So it's people, because I feel like there's a lot more. But it's just so we're so consumed by negativity mm -hmm. that all we can see is this craziness. But there are people out there like, nah, like, yeah, this is culture of appropriation. And our people Absolutely. don't know. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know. But, but anyways, that's just thinking about, you know, culture and creative spaces and stuff like that. It's just like our own people are breaking us down. And it's just like we're being objectified. And we've been honing into that objectification like we do this is yeah. true so we gotta do better
Mm-hmm. And so we talked about the breaking down of the black woman. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you see us, you listen to us, we ain't broke down. And we mm-hmm. is not broken. <laughs> so that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, but that doesn't mean that we weren't once broken down and we weren't once broken. Mm-hmm. That we have been built up. So I just want to go and give some tips to the people. I hope y'all stayed long enough to listen to the tips. <laughs> right. Because it's the most important good. part. Yes. So, how have you been built up as a black woman? <laughs> Y'all real ratchet today. <laughs> you do what I tell you. I know it's, it's so it's so scary being too honest. I feel like oh well, but I mean this is our platform, so yes. Like, if we if we can't do it, then who else is? Right. Ooh, how have we been built up? Like yeah. in our personal life, yeah. Or how you build yourself up, or how other self up. Mm-hmm. Like when I see images and things mm-hmm. like that, how do I build myself up? You know, I throw on that Beyonce Lemonade album, yeah. I just blast it. I throw on Solange seat at the table, you know, yes. and I'm just like, so like a table and like a seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's one way. Mm-hmm. This is what I realized. Music. Music, that's yes. good. Janelle Monae. Yes, Janelle <laughs> This is one Definitely. thing that's really helped me. Okay, I was, Facebook is crazy, to be honest. Social media is crazy. You have to watch what is on your timeline. Because I realized I was sharing, like, a lot of police brutality. Mm-hmm. It was just pissing me off. But I'm like, people need to know about this. But I'm going to share this. I'm going to share this and share that. Mm-hmm. And I realized, um, like, that anger was building upon me. There mm-hmm. were so many burdens upon me. All this uh, systematic oppression, like all this wrong I'm seeing is put on my timeline. I'm even sharing it, but I had to stop because I was, mm-hmm. it was too heavy. It was too it heavy is. on my heart. Ooh, I, I've been yeah. down that. And I had to let it go. I had to let it go and yeah. say, I'm, I might, I don't know if I'm, I was thinking I was deciding, like, I'm not going to share this anymore. Like, I feel like there's enough people who are sharing it. Because I need to be a light. Exactly. I need to put out positivity. I know these things are happening. But I have to do the work of what is good in our culture. I need to show you guys, look, I know you're saying that black men ain't shit. But look, I'm not going to accept that into my reality. Because I am surrounded by black men who are doing their shit. Like, I am surrounded by faithful black men. Men who care about us. And it's not, even if you're not surrounded, put images on your computer mm-hmm. that shows, like, these people yeah, are I really love, like, vlogs like Blavity. Yes. I follow them on Instagram. You know, they show, you know, positive black men, mm-hmm. women, yes. you know, just doing things across the world. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, because we yes. be so infiltrated with all these it's negative. negative. Yeah, it's not just the negative, right. but they're also putting the positive out there. Right. You know, first black, you know, the youngest black uh judge mm-hmm. or whatever you know mayor. what i'm saying yeah mayor chick-fil-a <laughs> owner yeah <laughs> yes so it's like things like that really do empower me and put me push me to go to endure you yes. know absolutely because you get consumed it could be taken back i'm like hold up i need to rearrange how my timeline is going because yeah. there's always going to be something negative to share yeah there's never going to be a moment where there's not so if we get caught up in that web we're just creating we're creating we're I guess, so to speak, we're becoming a part of the problem because 
you attract what you think about most of the time and you're putting this on people's minds to think about this all the time and it's like i know it's so bad but like you said tiffany let me spread light let me share the light let me be that optimistic um haven so that people can know that like like blavity is doing showing those positive images i guess i could be showing you hundreds of thousands of police brutality pictures or i could show you these hundreds of thousands successful um graduates or successful business owners successful people that are living out their passion so it's like all what you choose to put your energy into you yeah. have to be the change because whatever you put your energy into is going to continue to fester and grow larger and larger and larger so do you want police brutality to grow larger and larger or do you want black excellence to grow larger and larger and it's not saying that you betraying or you selling out or you turn a cold shoulder or a blind eye to your people but it's like how do you want to help your people where i mean and if you are a freedom fighter of the free world and you feel like that's your mission and your purpose then by all means go and be and thrive in that area but i just think we need more images and more actions of of people actually living a happy life right could we ultimately think about it like this okay so you have a timeline and it's just my nigga cheated, like, <laughs> black man ain't shit, like, keep believing he ain't playing child support, mm-hmm. stuff like that, we see all these images, all and you, over. your reality is being altered, like, oh, man, wait, you know what, these people ain't shit, like, uh. but mm-hmm. if you are, you are creating your reality, always, with the way you think, um, the way you perceive things, so I'd rather have a perception of, of these of black men, even if I don't see it, mm-hmm. even though I do, but I know other people can't see it. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm putting those images in so that can become my reality because we have the power. God is so good. We have the power to create our own reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just for, for us, it seems like that's just the best way to put out positive images. Right, right. But I know that people need to know what's actually happening. And mm-hmm. there's somebody that's there to take that on and cr- come create good solutions and go into lobbying for, you Absolutely. know, justice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we can all do it in our different ways. In our mm-hmm. different ways. But that's how I build myself up is, create, is being infiltrated with positive images. No, that's it. And that's the a big one is to change how people view us. Yes. That's going to be a big way in, that's true. in uplifting yes. you know, ourselves. Is mm-hmm. We have to change how people see us and change how people view us. Right. Yeah, because if you were constantly playing, you trying to change that Trump supporters mm-hmm. uh, view, and yeah. you just keep showing all this black excellence, they're like, well, damn, black people kind of lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, we yeah. yeah. queens. Um, so what are some other things? Uh, spirituality. Yourself up? Spirituality yes. is huge. Just when you, I'm going to just say, when you don't feel like anything around you is going the way you planned just still having that that spiritual outlet and then it being your foundation of it all you know that everything is going to get better because god does exceedingly abundantly and above all that we can think or ask for so just knowing that and living on that and letting that be one of your principles of life i definitely think it, it releases a lot of stress or it releases a lot of worry and tension that i may have had um Meditation, prayer, that definitely centers me and ground me back into myself as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Taking the time out to, y'all, I've really been big on, I want to do a podcast on this, but I've been really big on living intentionally. Like, I said that in the past, but 
to be honest, that was a lot. I, I was living intentionally, but I wasn't really living intentionally. I was doing more spur of the moment things. But anyways, mm-hmm. but I think it's important to live intentionally as well mm-hmm. in, in your spirituality, in, in your Christianity, really? um, to take out time, you know, throughout the day to actually read the word and see what God has for you. Because mm-hmm. there's literally a scripture for everything that you're going through. But that has really, like, built me up as a woman, just knowing, uh, I think I posted this on my Instagram I was very anxious mm-hmm. about, um, okay, so I want to do this project at work, mm-hmm. and I was really anxious, because it's out of my, my duties. I do social media, but I wanted to do something with programming, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I was really anxious, like, bro, like, uh, what are they going to say? Like, gonna, <laughs> like, they were like, am I stepping on anybody's toes? And then I had to ask myself, wait, there's on my wall in my bedroom, mm-hmm. it's a scripture. Hold on. In my bedroom, there's a scripture. It goes, um, be anxious for nothing, but with all things, with prayer and supplication, let your request be known to God. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's all we can do. I'm going to let you know that's my request. I'm going to need to pray about it because, like, why do anything before praying about it? Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going to pray about it. I feel like I'm prepared with supplication. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and now it's on you, God. Like, it's nothing I can really do. But all that anxiousness gone away. Mm-hmm. But this built me up as a woman because I know that I have prayer in my back pocket. Real. In preparation to, to you know, be able to do anything I, God puts in my heart. Because this wasn't, like, God doesn't put, I don't want to just do this project because I, I'm just wanting to do this project. I'm wanting to do this project because God put it in my heart. Real. So... And that's how you know you can never be led astray because mm-hmm. you're living in your purpose if God put it in your heart. Yeah. And I think just that whole spiritual essence or that intuition that God voice, women, we have that very, very strong. You have to really hone in on our spiritual um, our spiritual strengths, our spiritual powers, our spiritual, our spiritual guidance, our spiritual intuition. Um, allow that to literally guide you. Everyone always talks about how the women's intuition is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And we really have to hone in on that superpower and let God lead you in, in your life, direct you, order your steps, not make moves unless it's something that God has ordained for you. So, And I'm talking to myself when I'm saying you. So just really being in tune. I like how you say God put this vision on my heart and I knew I needed to act and once I prayed about it and I went and presented it to my boss even though it was way out of my scope of doing things in my job but I feel like if God put it in my heart ain't nothing gonna stand in the way of me doing this thing or being so I always praying for those situations and those people and those circumstances that are led by God I'm actually very thankful for the anxiousness because had I not being anxious for some reason I, I wouldn't have known that this is something I need to do. I was so mm. anxious of being scared of not telling like oh my god well, like what if I can like somebody's like you know mm-hmm. I'm almost thankful for the anxious and the anxiousness drove me to that scripture mm-hmm. which helped me out. Okay. But um wow. it worked for you. I think it's two things in that too being a part of things that are gonna uplift black women so mm-hmm. you know we did the unity in color that yes. fellowship, you know the women's march mm-hmm. you know just different things you know we have to choose or be mindful of the things that we are you know am i gonna put my money and my time and invest in things that are gonna make you know black women look bad right mm-hmm. or am i gonna you know do things that are gonna produce and you know uplift black women yes real. that's so real because real. with that uh she's talking about this unity in color project yeah. where they get black women together and take pictures 
But what we didn't realize is, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, women of all colors, actually. Mm-hmm. I just gravitate. I'm sorry. Um, women of all colors, you're right. And But what we didn't even realize, what I didn't realize was going to happen, that we ended up forging relationships yes. with these people that we just took pictures with. Yes. Like, follow each other yes. on Instagram, like, see them around town. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, different events. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you need... You know, we have our quarter for friends, but we need people out there, too, yes. to just be like, hey, I see you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I like what you're doing. Yes. You know what I mean? Because we're all a community. And it's just like being, like you said, putting mm-hmm. yourself in those spaces. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, it's changed our lives. Like, it's it is. true. Yes. It really has. Because wow. if you think about it, if you're, if you're not in those spaces, those positive spaces, where, where are you? Yes. Where and then the you? other thing to what you were saying about, you know, you wanting to kind of step out and play a different role is that's the other thing too. Sometimes we have to be in those roles in those positions where we can change things. You that's know? true. Mm. So you are in this position now where you can, you know, make some decisions mm-hmm. and it can help a little a younger black girl and they're able wow. to see you the things that you're doing and say, okay, you know what? I can be just like her. Real. Oh, that's the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. So we have to still go for those positions, even if we don't feel like, am I worthy of this or do I deserve it? We still have to go for those positions that scare us mm-hmm. or those roles within whatever we're doing. Right. So that we can just like just put more positive images out there, yeah. so other people mm-hmm. can see us and change the way they feel about us. And then that, that, that empowers us too. It does. It makes it us makes feel, feel good. It, yes. it, it really, really does. does. To make a difference and to be able to empower that's empowering in itself. Very, very, very. Change the world in your it's own. It's such way. a rewarding feeling. Yes. There's so many ways. Of course, we talk about affirmations. Mm-hmm. That oh, yeah. is so real. Like, you have to speak life into yourself. Like we, I know we probably say to every podcast, but that's how imperative it is to really speak oh, yes. over your life. Like, thank God, like, and to speak over each other's lives. Yes, each mm-hmm. other's life. Yes, our men, they got to speak, you know, positivity. Yes. Like, how can we expect a man to see us as a queen? Mm-hmm. Especially our black men, if they don't even, mm-hmm. if they looking down on us, if mm-hmm. they view us as objects, or mm-hmm. if they don't even see us as their equals. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? I like that. Speaking life into our men and into ourselves, into yes. our community. So that they can, you know, in yeah. return, speak that life into us as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's true. And I think it goes into, like, what you're saying that, and I know, like, people are mean and people don't do right things mm-hmm. by us. But I think it's like we have to have a very forgiving heart in order yes. to build ourselves up. And we have to do the right thing regardless. That doesn't mean people have to stay in, in your life. Mm-hmm. But being able to forgive or still be like, it's like, you can't do that. All right, cool. Uh, what, I think there's a scripture. I think I was reading it. It was basically saying pray for your for your enemies. enemies. You know, what's gonna, what, what more is going to do for you to keep hating? And I know people do horrible things. I know. Like, and thank God I haven't been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they... Uh, Thank God that I'll never will be, but it's just like you can let those people go, but still don't put that negative energy, put that positive energy, pray for them if you want. And, you know, you just move on with your life. I think that goes into healing. You have to heal yourself as a black woman. Definitely. They say you forgive others, not necessarily so they can be free, but so that you can be free. Yeah. Forgiveness sets you free because... 
they over here meanwhile living their best life and you still over here harnessing all yeah. conjuring up your best negative thought about them right. and they not even stunning you worried about you they moving on with life they could care less what they did to you mm-hmm. two years ago on april 17th the day like whatever <laughs> the case may be but we gotta release and even yeah. that goes just to childhood traumas parents any type of situation, sibling relationship, you felt like you was bullied, you was the youngest, they treated you mean, or whatever the case may be, we got to forgive because those things, we could attract the very negative person that, we, that we're that we hating, we're spending this time hating into our life in another form. We can attract them in the form of a friend, a boss, a colleague, a coworker, whomever. These relationships don't escape you until you forgive. And that's when you're ultimately healed from them because you're no longer going to continuously face these same relationships. Yeah. It just goes back to create your reality and you're speaking <laughs> yep. over your life because Declare. you attract it. Okay, so this person did you wrong, right? So you... You haven't forgave them, so you don't think you don't think anybody's gonna do you right. You don't trust anybody, mm-hmm. so since you think that that's gonna become your reality, Real. but you have to say no. I'm worthy of being faithful um, mm-hmm. to. I'm worried. I'm a worthy of being. People are gonna trust me. I'm gonna trust them. Like you mm-hmm. have to speak over your life. These things that might not seem like they're possible, but you have to keep speaking keep over your life it and it keep too. declaring it. And it's gonna happen. Like it has no choice. Like it really doesn't. Um, any other healings? I kind of want to go back to something you were saying about how your timeline looks, how you have to stop putting those images out mm-hmm. there. Um, also, we have to stop watching. Uh, like on the TVs, I know a lot of people kind of call out certain TV shows. Like they like to say, well, you know, look at these images. And mm-hmm. they always use those images as the stereotype. Yeah, the stereotype mm-hmm. for black women. We have to stop watching these shows. Stop putting in high years. numbers. Yes. <laughs> That's why I still there. Yes. So we or start producing more better, you know, shows. Yeah. That's why we need positive. our own network. And because we, we just need to watch it. We need to <laughs> yeah. actually there's networks out there. Yes. We need yes. to there are. invest into them. Invest exactly. into them. Invest our time, our energy, just and our money. And our money. Our Mm-hmm. Yes. Whew. Another thing I want to say about building the black woman up is it could be anybody. Y'all, yeah, all these things can be taken for anybody, really, to be honest. But it was something God told me yesterday, like two days ago. Straight up. <laughs> I was in my bed and I was anxious again. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't getting out of bed for some reason. Like, it was hard. I don't know why I was just like stuck. Yeah. And he was like, are you going to live in the past or are you going to live in the future? Or are you going to live in now? Mm. Straight up. In my, like, those were not my thoughts. Straight up. I mm. hopped out that bed so fast. I went to the gym. I read the word. And I'm like, I'm now. I'm living in the now. Wow. <laughs> so you going to worry about the past? I'm you going to worry about the future? You gonna be, are you going to do it now? Yeah. Like, well, I never hopped up. But that's the thing. It's like we live in the past so much mm-hmm. or you live in the present and we don't be doing nothing about the now like you still in bed you can't do nothing you ain't exactly. you gonna get up you gonna think of keep thinking start. you gonna get up right 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 you can think about your future all day but where you gonna put in that work toward right. that future that's real in the now but let us know what tips you have building the black woman Definitely being about around other black women. Mm-hmm. Your environment is literally everything. Your friends and family are literally everything. Somebody's gonna have to cut some people off. Mm. Everybody can't come with you. You can love them from a 
far. Mm. It is possible. Mm. But you're going to do yourself a detriment if you keep those people around. You got to surround yourself with people who really have the best for you. Like, and pray for people who really have the best for you. Because someone could be smiling in your face and sending you bad energy. Mm. Do you know what That's I'm saying? True. Someone you could trust to be in the pregnancy room with you. <laughs> and they could be subconsciously doing that. Mm-hmm. They may not even be aware just based on their old conditions. Like, they just automatically gravitate to the negative thought in the situation. Like, oh, you tell them your situation, they automatically just go to the worst case scenario. And it's like, this is all they've done, all they've done their entire lives. So... It's no shade against you personally, but you got to be protected. You got to be protected. Got to protect your energy because you're vulnerable out here in these streets. You might protect them too because they be like, wait, hold up. There's never heard that could hurt before. It's like, well, maybe I should switch it up. Maybe I am being negative. Like, mm-hmm. what is on my hand? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, so that was beautiful. What that time is it? Yeah. Yes. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So if this is your first time tuning in onto the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive I am statement. So what the heck is a positive I am statement? That is a positive affirmation. And so whatever you put after the word I am, you ultimately become. So are you creating beauty in your life or are you creating demise into your life i hope you're creating beauty so sometimes we get in the habit or of hearing people say i'm sick i'm tired i'm broke i'm ugly i'm i just can't i can't deal i can't do it no we don't want to speak those negative words into our lives we want to call into positive words and we want to call positive words into our lives even in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong So even when you were feeling weak, you still say, I am feeling strong. I'm feeling like my best self. I'm feeling like I can make it. I'm going to get through. I have faith, peace, whatever the case may be. Speak those positive things over your life. Declare what you want into your life. Even if you don't have it right now, still call into your life the things you would like to have, you desire to have. So it's three of us and the trillions of you all. So go ahead and share with us your positive affirmation as we share ours. I have two that kind of have stuff, something to do with each other, but they don't at the same time. Okay. So I am breaking cycles and I am light. I am healed. I'm going to put a twist on a Maya Angelou quote that I saw. I believe my good fortune, and I am so grateful to be a black woman. Mm. I just love. Let's always do with Kobe because she be she be she, she be tying it in. Just tell them where to find us. Okay, hold up, wait a minute. Before y'all go anywhere, make sure you subscribe to us Get on your phone SoundCloud out right now. Get, right now, I don't know what you listen to us. We don't want to eat it out. Put it <laughs> out. Type in, go to the search engine. Just type in Soul Feeling, S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G. You can type it on our uh, SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Just subscribe to us everywhere and share. If this touched your heart, and even if it didn't, (laughs) share. Share. Share this with the world, guys. The only way that they're going to hear this Soul Feeling podcast, if it it's only because of you guys. You have to spread yeah. the word. 
if you've been touched, if something touched your soul, if you feel like somebody can benefit from this, share this, guys, because they yeah. won't know who we are without you. Tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, email us at SoulBrainPodcast. Yeah. Please have yeah. yeah. an idea. You reply. You reply. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much. Bye. Bye. Peace. Ha, <laughs>